What's up, what's up, what's up? Day 25. I think yesterday when I did my podcast, I indicated that I was on day 23. Well, it was day 24. So, plus one for yesterday's podcasts. And today we're going to continue with our communication theme. So, I've been really interested on communicating because I'm in a con- well, I'm in a situation where communication is not happening and it's well the other uh, party is just not interested in having a, a, um, a communication at all just at all but if you were to sit down and actually have solid communication sometimes that communication doesn't get across how come well uh, if you go to Russia and you don't speak any of the languages that are spoken there, I believe there are a few, uh, your, your information, your communication, your message, your verbal message may not get across. If you're animated when you speak, your, your, um, whatever you're doing in the background, you know, can get across that way. So, how do we get our words across? How do we get that word, how do we get that love across to our, to our partner that we're, that we're trying to talk to? Um, Gary Chapman wrote a book. It's a phenomenal book. It's called Five Love Languages. It's interesting enough that it comes from our upbringing, how we were taught to love okay so basically how we were shown in retrospect that love is proper or love is shown that's how we perceive that love is shown from our partner or from other people doesn't have to be you know plutonic or anything so the five love languages are words of affirmation basically using words to communicate something um, a positive message of some sort to another person. Um, acts of service, providing some sort of assistance. You know, how can I help? What can I do for you? Uh, quality time. You don't have to be doing anything during this period of quality time. You can literally just be sitting next to each other during this time. But, you know, most of the time that that attention is focused um tangible gifts uh this is this is pretty self-explanatory you're literally giving somebody some sort of physical gift and then that physical touch that's that person to person um tactile i'm touching you reach out and touch somebody so uh what do these things mean you know when we the principles, these love languages means that there are different ways to communicate love. I mean, the, obviously, people are different. Everything's different. And there are different ways to appreciate and communicate these things. And um, there's different ways to communicate this thing and, and to appreciate and to encourage. An individual, us, them, they, we, uh, will value um one of these love languages differently than other. Most most of the time, there's two that we appreciate above. Most effective communication 
of love and appreciation occurs when that language is received that's most appreciated or most valued. So I will have a language that I that I respect or that I appreciate more. And as long as communication is sent via that language, I receive it and I understand it that way. Messages of love and appreciation in language is not valued, meaning the one that I don't understand or I don't really appreciate that well. Uh, I, I don't understand that language. And if you're attempting to communicate via that language, I, 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 I'm, I am not catching that, that love, okay? So words of affirmation, basically, uh, we'll go back and let's talk about each one of these. You know, praise. Praise. Dude, you're freaking awesome. Today you were just awesome because whatever. Your character, you know, you're, you're a fantastic human being because whatever. One on one or in front of other people is how you're doing this. Um, you can do it written. You can do it email. You can call them on the phone. You can text them. Doesn't matter. Just as long as that is getting to that person. Um, acts of service. Um, how can I help? You know, make sure that if you're trying to do something for somebody else, make sure your own shit's getting done first and ask before you're helping because sometimes people need to do their own shit. But check your attitude. Before you're asking. Attitude's important when you're trying to do acts of service. Make sure you're not too pushy. But do it your or excuse me, do it their way. People who are doing acts of service for somebody else need to make sure that their uh, needs are met. That's how that love language is is um, communicated. And then if you're gonna do something for somebody, make sure that hey. Can I do something for you? Absolutely. Could you please do this? Sure. Make sure you freaking finish what you start. I think we can all agree that if I'm going to say, hey, I'd really like to do something for you. Sure. Could you please do this? It'd be a really dick move to not finish that thing that I said I was going to do for you. I think that'd be just terrible. Quality time. Have a quality conversation. What's a quality conversation? How about if I was talking to somebody, male, female, dog, cat, whatever, how about you look at them and not at the wall? Make sure you have eye contact, no distractions. Hey, today, in today's society, you know what a distraction is? That little freaking rectangle thing that's got a big ass screen and it has games, email, text messages, apps, Facebook, freaking I, I talked to a dude that still had MySpace. Can you believe that? Look, we have so much crap on these things. That is a major distraction. If you want to talk to somebody, you want to make sure they have quality time and they can understand their love language, park that thing in your pocket, put it on vibrate, and have a nice conversation with somebody. Make sure you're maintaining eye contact and listen. I said this yesterday. Listen. Feelings and thoughts because they're really trying to have a conversation with you. Share experiences. Small uh, small group dialogue. Dialogue is conversation. You can even work together on a project. This happens a lot in college because they try and make sure that you can work in a group. But you know what? It really it really helps people who who need who need to feel appreciated and feel loved by having that. Um, that quality time 
You can do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Coffee. Whatever. You can go to an office. You can check in someplace. Uh, go for a walk. Tell you what, walking and talking and having somebody listen. Dude, that is solid quality time because you're exercising. Somebody is talking. And as long as you listen and you don't freaking interrupt them, everybody is getting what they need. Somebody's getting a workout. Somebody's getting uh, event time. Somebody's getting quality time. I mean, whatever. Um, getting a retreat in, you know, going someplace else. Uh, event, you know, maybe sports, maybe art. We've got something that's like uh, paint with a twist where you can, you know, maybe have some wine and paint and talk and, you know, whatever. You're doing something while having communication. You know, that quality, basically, having some sort of time while doing something else, but you're maintaining that that time is quality. The quality is what we're looking for here. And you don't even have to be near the person. You can just call them on the phone. Half hour every week. Hey, I'm just calling to check in to see if you're still alive. And then we're going to talk about some quality shit. Tangible gifts. This is really just giving something that's important. And giving gifts to people who appreciate those kinds of things. I'm not one of them. Um, I know a couple people who are, all they care about, man, all they care about is just, hey, you know what, just give me something. I don't care what, because it makes me feel like you're thinking about me. And they don't really care if it's expensive or not. It could just be something small, wrap it up, put it in a little bag. You can get that shit at H-E-B for like five bucks. And boom. Uh, the gift has to be something they value, though. So don't just get like a freaking LOL doll and be like, dude, this is for a kid. Uh, I don't really want this. So that's a that's a fine line with gift givers. You have to be careful with these types, with these people, with these love languages, because you have to make sure that you know what you're doing. So be careful. Uh, it could be time off, but good news is with, with gift givers, food, food. They love food. Um, coffee. If they're coffee drinkers. Coffee and food, man. They fucking love food. So, food is a great a great one. Just go, you know, go get them food, man. Go get them food. Physical touch. That is the easiest way. But it has to be quality. Don't go hurting nobody. Or I'm going to find you. It's not a good way to be a, a good human. Don't do that kind of shit. Hugs. Holding hands, sitting together, you know, having your shoulders touching. Touch. The touch is the key thing. Reaching out in the car, just touching somebody. Backs and feet, man. Having foot rubs, leg rubs, arm rubs, back rubs, shoulder rubs. People hold their stress in different places. So if you're going to, you know, having physical touch and having a stress-relieving, you know, rub, Boom. It's a message right there. You know what I mean? So, those are our love languages. And the least valued languages we want to stay away from. However, we have to identify what our valued languages are so we can stay away from speaking in the least valued language. So, let me give you an example. Here I am in some sort of relationship and I'm trying my hardest to... to not prove, but to speak in a language 
to let this individual know that I care, that I appreciate. And I am giving gifts that I think that this individual would, would appreciate, okay? Well, it's their least loved or least valued language. I'm like, dude, I care about you. I'm giving all these gifts and you don't give a crap. Well, the reason why that relationship is not going to work out is because freaking gift giving is their least valued language. And to feel loved, they need quality time and physical touch, not gift giving. So the first thing you need to identify if you're going to get into a new relationship or even your current relationship is to identify the love languages and then tailor your language to speak to theirs. Now, I'm not saying change your language because you can't do that. It doesn't matter. Your language is your language. You need to change your uh, language, your verbal language, your how you speak to their language. They need to change their how they speak to your language. You can't speak what your valued language is. So we all tend to speak our own love language which gets us in trouble because not everybody's language is the same. Does that make sense? So mine is uh, physical touch and words of affirmation. Those are mine uh, in that order. So I tend to speak that. You know, some people may not give a crap about words of affirmation because you know, it's just not something that they do. But they need that quality time. I'm more of a loner. I can spend time by myself. I'm just fine. It's just that's just how it is. But I don't really do that kind of thing. So if I'm not spending time with somebody, they're like they feel left out. They're not, you know, not being engaged. They're not doing this, you know. So we really have to make sure we're catching that thing. But we tend to speak that love language, both consciously and unconsciously. So make sure we're giving those subtle hints. The love language that we least value will be the ones that we're not really using all the time. That mismatch of two people's love languages can easily lead to issues in the relationship and miscommunication and also misunderstanding. Since one person believes that they are being loving because I'm using the love language that I know, that I that I grew up with or that... Um, that I, that are that are my love languages, but the other people or the other person, the opposite side of this relationship, isn't receiving because it's not their love language. It doesn't work. It's not happening because it's their lowest or least valued language. Person's lowest love language may be really unimportant to them. It's really hard to imagine that if you value the love language. It's an insight. It's not, though. It's not a matter of who's right and who's wrong. But take the initiative to figure out what their love languages are. Tailor your communication to them. Make sure that you are um, speaking the proper love language. And go from there. So, that's... That's really as easy as it goes. That's as easy as it gets. Uh, for words of affirmation, give a specific compliment, a handwritten note. Um, 
how about a, a affirming text? Um, how, give them a high five when they handle a difficult situation. You know, that's pretty much it. For quality time, set aside specific time to hang out. Go to breakfast, lunch and dinner, coffee, something like that. Do an activity together. Do something not active, but just hang out. Sit on a swing. Netflix and chill. Call or stop by, check in, do something like that. Take a vacation together. Something of this nature. Work trip. Uh, acts of service. What you could do to help. Just ask. Make sure you're finish it. Offer to do some routine tasks. Work on a project. Help clean. Edit a document. If you're going to do something, make sure you finish. These are important. Tangible gifts. Make an effort to find a uh, gift. Could be big or small. Doesn't matter as long as it's meaningful. Remember, food. Bring favorite coffee, beverage, snack, book or magazine, cake, cookies, snacks, veggies, anything. Gifts, man. It could be anything from A to Z as long as that individual finds it um, meaningful and it doesn't have to be something they put on a shelf and look at or have to clean. They could really look at it for a second and stuff it down their gullet. So, these are the love languages. In order to communicate properly that love, or even communicate, find out what your partner's love languages are, tailor your communication, and then go ahead and see if that changes your your acceptance level via communication. Love languages.